You say a one for the trouble, two for the time. Come on, y'all, let's... Now it's time for the morning coffee with my daddy, the motivator, Jazzy G, on Power Me Up Radio, talk 24-7. It's Motivational Monday with the motivator, Jazzy G. Morning Coffee with the motivator, Jazzy G. Featuring Cheryl Star. Star. Good morning, good morning, good morning, my soul motivators. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Morning Coffee with y'all truly, the motivator, Jazzy G. Here on Power Me Up Radio Talk 24-7, the station with heart. On iHeart. And today, beloved, is Motivational Monday. That's right, it's Motivational Monday. That's right, get up, get out, get motivated, do what you gotta do to make it happen for yourself. And by my side, the queen of motivation. That's right, the person that gets you up in the morning, gets you going, tickle your funny bone. That's right, <laughs> she's here every day by my side doing that thing. Then, comfortable. Good morning, Jazzy G. Twinkle, twinkle, my soul motivator. Yes, I'll tickle the funny bone and I'll tickle that pickle. <laughs> 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 I like the rhyme, so y'all know it's coming. It's coming. It's motivational Monday, and oh, I gotta motivate too myself. Too much. You <laughs> too much. I'm telling you, stop. <laughs> Make Yo, it wiggle. We got to have her on the show, though. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, she coming up. The next time she come back to New York, she's coming up. Cool, cool. All right. Hey, hey, the, the third to our will. That's right. The, the, the try to the angle. <laughs> right? He's the matchup king, right? He's the smooth operator. He's the one, the only DJ Nelson. What up, Jazzy G? Good morning, Nelson. You put the C in the circle. Cheryl, Cheryl. But that's Jazzy say, get rid of the squares, get rid of the circles. Since you're getting rid of the squares, Nelson, you're not a square. You're the maestro, the matchup king. Good morning to you. Cheryl, Cheryl. Yo, we got to have some fun today, Salt Motivators. We but, acting like it's Friday up in here. Hey, I know, I know. <laughs> we got hey, a whole man. show, Abby. Hey, we got a whole good. week ahead of us. I know, I know. <laughs> but hey, man, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good this Monday because again, you know, last Monday was, you know, was it was it was it was Patriot Day, you know, 9/11 and everything like that. So it was a little bit somber. Yeah. You know, watching the news a little bit, it happened because you you can't you we all know where we were on 9-11 we yeah. all know where we were at that time when it happened then you have all the conspiracy theories all this other stuff coming up mm-hmm. so more and more of those things happen and you get a little bit bothered so last week was a lot of that going on and we, we we discussed some of that stuff but today this monday i just wanted to be fulfilled with happiness joy and i know nelson and, and his block party messages will be doing just that just hitting us with the joy let's Third, get that sunshine yeah, and man. rain Word up. Joy Word and up. pain. Yes, let's talk about the joys, you know, because pain is going to happen all the time. So we want to motivate people today. It's Monday. That's what I want to do today. That's right. So motivated. Hey, stop. Yes. I know you have some hot, hot, hot housekeeping. Yes, right? yes. I got a few things. Got a few things. So let's get into that. Let's right now get into some housekeeping. It's time to get to some housekeeping. Let's do it. All right, Star, what you got for us today housekeeping? 
So a few things really quickly. I just want to shout out our sister, our queen of radio, Miss Jones. Um, she started her first day of taping for her Pink Champ show. Think yes, Pink. Yes, yes Pink. Pink. Thank you for inviting me, Jonesy. Had a good time chopping it up with her, you know, sharing with her my aspirations because she's like a mentor right. uh, in in my goal to succeed in radio. You know, yeah. I, I always follow Miss Jones and I tell her that all the time. That right. she definitely is a, a pillar in the radio community. And, um, you know, I'm happy for her that, you know, she's trying me to too. create a, 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 lane, a new lane for herself. And yeah. she's also working on an EP. So she's doing big things, you know. Yeah. Ran yeah. into Eddie F. Shout out to Eddie F. Who joined us on the show. Indeed, indeed. Always love, always love, brother. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah so, and, and that whole uh, Pink Champs thing, I, I like that. I like a female. Yeah, we got a female uh, version of some version celebration. Of, you know, funny thing. Some gossip. Some whole accountable. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be some stories in hip hop there from what we saw at the taping today. Like yeah. if you look at Nori show, just think of a female version of the yeah. Nori show. But Miss Jones has way more experience in the radio shade than Nori. <laughs> she gonna turn it up. It's gonna be a good show. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. You, you know what's funny about Miss Jones? You know what's funny about her? I was watching because I, I watched when she was on Drink Champs, right? Right, right. She and was on it, Drink Champs. It was it was great too because she, yes. she was giving all this information and yes. you know what I'm saying. But the funny thing about her, I remember when she first had her first interview on Hot ninety seven in New York, uh -huh. and and <laughs> she was a guest. She had a single out. Where I want to be, boy. Where, and they was playing that too at the at the right. uh, at the event. And it's playing all her hits. So she did so well. They was like, "Yo, you know, you need to be on radio. You need to be a radio personality. Hey, we can hook you up. This and this and that." Wow. And that led to a job for her and a career right. for her. A career. A whole new path. Just yeah. being a guest on Hot ninety seven. Here she was, a guest on Drink Champs, led to her having her podcast called Pink Champs. Right. Like every time she's interviewed, it leads to her for a job. <laughs> you know well, saying? hopefully I follow in her footsteps. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's so cool. Power me up. I came on your show when it was just the, the uh, morning oh, coffee there you as go. a guest. And, and, that's and it led to, to a spot as your co-host featuring that, Cheryl Starr. That's what I was about to lead to. I said, now, Cheryl Starr, y'all remember when she was a guest here on The Morning Coffee, and it led her to being a co-host on The Morning Coffee. So you are indeed following her footsteps. So it's all, all good. All right. Well, I'll take it's that. I'll good. take that. It's all good. It's, it's all, all good. It's all good. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. It, just, it was just so funny to me that that happened when you when you were talking wow. about it. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even so think good. of it like that, but that is absolutely correct. That is yeah. absolutely correct. Yeah. And, and we always big up anybody who's having success on this show yeah, that's man. one thing that you know that i spoke about that you know we're rooting for everybody to win because we always we talk family. about collective right. works and we talked about you know one helping the other and um yeah. you know i'm just proud of her to see that she's coming back coming exactly. back with a, a collective of things not just radio you know but right. she's coming back with music and stuff and she'll tell people about that any effort you know keep people informed but right. from what i heard at the uh the 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 taping she got some good music you know i'm a big fan of the calling all ladies single yeah, but yeah. you know 
Yeah. What, what Eddie F is working on with her, it sounds really good. I must oh, say, cool. it, it's cool. inspiring me. I'm getting back into my singing too. You know, I'm doing That's some true. stuff. I'm coming too. I'm coming too. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Jones gonna be like, "Oh my God, single black female." <laughs> She's like, "Now this girl is doing it," but I, you know, I see it with her. My aspirations and stuff. Yeah. She is a, you know, I'm proud of her. You know. Yeah, indeed, indeed. And really quickly, I just want to report, you know, a couple more housekeepers. So Damian Lillard, because we mentioned this before, y'all know Soul Motivators that Jazzy and I love to talk about sports to yes, some indeed. degree. That's and so right. Damian Lillard from the Port and Trailblazers, we had mentioned to y'all in the past housekeeping that they were taking his uh, his statue down or his alma mater, whatever they was taking down. Um, what do they call that when they take down his uh, his his face well, and everything? It was it was it was, it, it was the. Um uh, uh, but whatever they put up, decal, decal, decal. Yeah, yeah, they was taking that down, and so there's been, uh, you know, speculation that he's going to Miami, but it hasn't happened yet. And right. so, what, but what's been trending, you know, in the in the sports world is that he is reportedly refusing to report to the training camp because he's at the point where. He is, uh, you know, demanding a trade to Miami. Right, and so right. what the reports were saying is that he may get traded, but it may not be Miami. And so he said, if it's not Miami, and this is all allegedly uh, so motivated because this is things that I see trending in social media. And we all know sometimes they don't get everything accurate. But right. allegedly they're saying that uh, his, his agent is reporting that he will not report to training camp with Portland if he's not training in Miami. So that's the place or either team they may send him to that he's not yeah. looking to go to any team. But I'm like, what sense does that make? What if they send him to the Lakers? What if they trade him to Golden State? You mean to tell me just because he wants to go to Miami, he's not going to go to any of those great teams? Right. So he must really, really have, right, he must really have a goal Maybe his family want to retire in Florida or like, or maybe, you know, I don't know. But usually when people have a set city and they have, uh, you know, their mindset on it, it's more than just right. the team. You know, they, they could have roots there. And, you know, I don't I don't know. But they're saying that he wants to be traded only to Miami. So we'll right. see what happens, you know, but we definitely wish that turned out right because he's a great player. We want to see him. He is. He is. My yeah, we want to see him get off to a good start. And also he deserves to give himself an opportunity to win a championship yeah you know he was loyal to portland so i don't i'm it's sad to see that it's turning into oh what you know because portland probably salty that he's leaving you get what i'm saying yeah, yeah. you know so they're making things difficult they could go ahead and trade the boy and then you know the sad thing like they said when players don't want to be traded they got to wake up and hear it on the news or they got to get a text from their friend yo you saw that you going to philly <laughs> you know? yeah. they gotta they gotta be on a bike trip or they gotta be yeah. on a road trip with their family and hear that they traded so yeah. when a player you know they they like to control everything when it comes to the trades and how everything goes no let people have some say so on where they want to go make it easy you know right right yeah and indeed i mean you know and my girls love him too man they you know, every time yeah, he's, he's, he's good. He, he fine. He fine. Oh, he's so fine. <laughs> he's so fine. Uh, uh, he fine. Oh, he fine. Fine. He's a good looking brother. Every time I hear my my daughter, he fine. He's all, he fine. Oh, he fine. <laughs> That's all I hear about him. You know what I'm saying? He need to come to the Knicks. Same so dollar. Daughter, oh yeah. So my, we we, so my we need some players right? over in New York. <laughs> 
They ain't dollar. They really lose their mind. He comes to the Knicks. My dog, oh, God, he fine. Oh, they be like, oh, oh daddy, we want, we want oh, season tickets. We want season tickets. Well, two of them, two of, two of my daughters are, are, are in Georgia, so they probably went mind going to the Hawks or something like that. Right, right, they right. right. The Hawks, and they, they really lose their mind. Then they be Hawk fans, and I be mad. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, Daddy, but he fine. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we hope it works out. And then lastly, uh, Jazzy G, what I want to report, uh, you know, the uh, the AI world is, is you know, artificial intelligence, soul motivators. Yes. Uh, so apparently there's been a song that was created in artificial intelligence with the voice of Drake and The Weeknd. And actually, you know, the song sounds like they're singing it. You know, yeah. it's, it's mm-hmm. it sounds like them. And the song was so good that it's up for a Grammy uh, nomination. And so, you know, people, everybody was talking about this. They were talking about it on all the uh, podcasts and, right. you know, the morning shows and stuff here and there. Right. And basically what they're saying is it's, it's a bit unfair because it may be nominated for a Grammy, but even the proceeds that's making from the from the streaming drake and the weekend are not profiting from this song at all and do you know what some people online were saying so what they they got millions like and so the person since they saying the person is a human who created this song he's gonna he's the one profiting from the song right and that is crazy so i'm about to go out and put some songs out from jenny <laughs> <laughs> but but again that that's it because I remember that, you know, remember the sampling uh, controversy in the 80s. Right. Before they were sampling laws, you know, because there was no precedence for sampling. So what happened is because they used to sample, because even F talked about it, they used to sample voices. And then and then um, Molly Ma started sampling music. Mm-hmm. So he's like the first person that took those synclavias and stuff like that and put music in there. You know what I'm saying? Right. So when that happened, that started a whole trend. And remember, we all were snatching up James Brown left and right. Right, James right. Brown wasn't getting paid for that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, um, uh, 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 George Clinton, they wasn't getting paid for that in the beginning. So it had to go to court. Things had to be sued. And I right. think that every game right. Rakim was one of the first to actually be sued. I think it was Eric B and Rakim. They were actually, I think they were the first to actually come on under a lawsuit. Mm-hmm. And what happened is everything that was made, I think, before, like 1986 going back, it was was like almost like free range. But everything wow. that came out from 1986 on had to had to pay uh, for sampling. That's why record companies have a whole law division strictly for sampling. You know what I'm saying? That, mm-hmm. that came about. You know what I'm saying? And of course, lawyers got paid out of the whole, the whole shebang, shebangle. That's what happens. But, you know, it's almost just like the sampling era. You know what I'm saying? Right. This is a bit of sampling if you if you look at it. But it's just taking your voice. I mean, I'm going to be... I'm going to be real with your uh, soul motivators. My my next book that's coming out, matter of fact, and they, my old books, also, the, I'm going to say old, but you know what I'm saying, my previous book. Former book, right. Form, right. So right. What, what's happening is because they can do the AI voice, I'm not great at sitting down and reading my stuff out loud to record it. So I, I always have problems with that. 
So actually, I was going to hire someone to actually that was, you know, that the I would uh, do the voiceover <laughs> for me. And a very right. good friend of mine, he, he's been on the show too, um, the poet K- KO. But what happened is now that the AI voice, right. so that's being used now. So all they're doing now is actually using my voice. All I have to do is speak for for a good right. while and they, they wow. and, and it samples my voice. Right. And then it reads my books. So that's what's coming out. So when you right. when you actually gonna get when my books do become um voice uh you know say the uh with with uh, audio audio right. books right. right my audio books are actually an AI. It's gonna be my AI. So you're gonna get my voice but it's gonna be an AI. And that's what's going on right now. So that's what they've right. been working on right now. And so when you mentioned that, I was like, wow, it works for something like that for your right. uh, Oh, absolutely. It's perfect, right? Right. It's perfect. Now, someone just taking your voice. Now, let's say someone took my voice and and created a speech and put my right. voice to, to, to a speech that, they, that was written, okay? And it's not my speech. And all just took my voice and then they put it out there, put some music behind it, put this to it, put that to it. It's my voice. But now I don't I don't get the proceeds or anything like that. Now, that's not fair. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's still my voice. So because there's no laws written, there has to. So a lawsuit is going to have to happen. So it may happen with this. So if being that this is yeah, because this is being talked Grammy, about, yes. Yeah, so right. most likely Drake in the weekend, they're probably talking to their lawyers now. Yes, and, and right. So two things are either going to happen. One is going to be a, either a lawsuit type of a settlement, mm-hmm. you know, or a lawsuit that's going to be stapled as precedent. You know right. what I'm uh, this is the standard now of what's going to go on. Yes, just as it just as it was with sampling. And you know what I'm saying? Because Molly Ma kind of like got away with a lot of stuff. Right. <laughs> He's the first one. <laughs> sample, yeah, the sample music was Molly Ma. And he kind of got away with it. And, but Eric B and Rakim got caught out there. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because, right. yeah. So By the time they, they, they came the ones, out, they was like, right, they done found the way ones that, right, right. that lawsuit was under. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe the first case was Eric B and Rakim. And, and I, I believe... It was uh, Follow the Leader, if I'm not mistaken. I think that was one of the songs that was uh, under the under that gun. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I believe it was Follow the Leader, I think. I'm not too sure. Because I know, because what people don't know, remember, remember the uh, in the Juice soundtrack? Yeah. Um, Rakim had a song. Right, Know the Ledge. Right. right, the Ledge. Rakim, I believe, is playing all the instruments on that song. If I'm oh. not mistaken, okay. You know he's a musician. You know what I'm saying? He plays saxophone. He plays drum. He's he's a musician, just like Flavor Flav is a musician. Right. I know Flavor Flav. I didn't know right. Rakim yeah, was. Yeah, is a musician also. Nice. Don't know, right? But I, I believe he's playing all the instruments. If I'm not mistaken, Rakim mm-hmm. is actually playing those instruments. Those drums. Is he actually playing those drums? Right. Not a drum machine. I believe that Rakim is literally playing those drums, and that bass is him playing the bass bass guitar also. If I'm not mistaken, you know what I'm saying? I could be wrong, but I think I, I, I saw an interview and, it, and they, they broke it down, and he's actually playing those instruments because I know he's a musician. You know what I'm saying? So, but but um, yeah, he started. You know what I'm saying? So Eric B and Rakim was the first 
the I believe got sued. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and James Brown and a lot of them and George Clinton and all of them was part of that. And they, even though they loved hip hop, they had to go after it. Yeah, they had to capitalize on it. Right, in order to get yeah. paid. Right. And they paved the way for the Ron Wiseleys and the uh, Right, and everybody James. else, right. Exactly. All of them got paid. Rick exactly. James got paid off a uh, uh super the um the what was that hammer? Can't touch this. Right, yeah, that was Rick, Rick James. James talked about that. He was like, "Thank you, NC Hammer." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got, yeah, he got a nice payday. Yeah, he did. Yeah, nice he payday. Pay. You know, right? Yeah, but that's what was going on. That's what was going on. And a yeah. lot of them, you know, what I'm saying, and a lot of them started, you know, dealing with a lot of musicians, musicianship, because that's what what goes on. Because again, even though folks sample, because I I sampled a lot of things too. But I saw as a musician years ago, so it, it's just the DJ prep premise of the whole thing right right it gives, right. The, it gives the dj feel right of the, you know, that sample had that same feel as a dj cutting up a record so it's the same thing so when molly ma introduced that sampling of of a of a beat and sampling of a of a melody or something like that that was just kind of cool back in the day you listen to the how the, the choppy you know say you can hear the choppiness in it back in the day but then when you listen to something that havoc did you know what i'm saying for Mob Deep, you hit listen mm-hmm. to Havoc stuff. His choppiness is more smooth because it's a whole new era. The, in the, in the, right, they did it the, different. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? So everybody do things a little bit different. It goes gonna go beyond, beyond, beyond. So AI is is now taking the place of that. Now, I know things is gonna go to the edge before it calms itself down. But that's how it is. How do you know you draw draw the line if you never went over the line? Right, right. So of course that's going to happen. So, but I, I, we should expect some type of lawsuit to come out of this type of stuff. This thing, and yeah. being that, like you said, there, these are two major artists too. So right. exactly. you know they're going to do something about it. It ain't exactly. like it's Joe Smo trying to, you know, come out. Right. It's it's two major right. artists that you know they they make some impact in the music right. industry. So because you, you have a lot of these AI women that they have up on the, on on IG. And you should see the stuff that guys are saying, like, oh, I, I'm in love with you, bro. I'll marry you tomorrow. And it's an IG woman. It's just, it's made up. You know what I'm saying? It's the perfect woman. She's gorgeous. Right. It's not real. She doesn't exist. You know what I'm saying? It's like, right. wow, man. Like, get it together. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo. That's funny. You know what I'm saying? So, I, hey, I don't know. Maybe I'll make an AI dab or something. I don't know. <laughs> right. I don't know. Hey, and you know so, what? It's all anything is possible voice. in this world, boy. Yeah, as I'm saying, because I do have. She has been on the morning coffee as a co-host before, and I have a voice and everything like that. I can actually use a voice, create an AI, her, and we can have conversations. Never know. You know what I'm saying? It never know. It, right. you know what I'm it may be therapeutic for me. You, know, you never know. You know what I'm saying? Know. That's yeah. that's what the future holds. But you know, I can see me now all all in love with robot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Good looking, sound like Dev, and I'm all in love. Like, yo, yo, Jazz, you wanna go? Nah, I'm, I'm in the house, my wife. You know what I'm saying? What? <laughs> Sometimes that happens to people. You know what I'm saying? But uh, you know, you have to. You have to. Again, you don't know what's a, what's crossing the line until you cross it. And that's that's true. That's it. true. You know what I'm saying, but that's that's that. But I, I'm saying that's interesting though. How yep. the creativity of people that they just took this song, they took their voices, create the song, song, yeah, <laughs> and then now the song is up for a grand. And the song is a decent <laughs> song. The song is not. No, who would have thought of this though? Like, yeah, that's yeah. The, 
that is the mind of, of creativity and at the same time it's a little you know what I'm saying you have to be a little crazy in your creativity anyway you know what I'm saying like right. all creative people have a well we have a little insane insanity, insanity right exactly, and genius exactly. in us mixed together right all geniuses have an insanity <laughs> all genius yeah. right yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, like that, that mad scientist was you, yeah. you in the lab yeah. and when you're yeah. in your creative zone yeah you know yeah. even even with comedy like you said when you when um you can hit when when the mouth is dropped and the other half is laughing and other people are looking like what did they just say right exactly you know exactly you gotta exactly. go into that mindset and, and yeah. create that so that you can change the world and change how people see things it's great to to be different you know and yeah and, and uh, scratch the surface of creativity you know yeah because i think Princeton, I don't, I don't know. I have read an article. I, I think it was a study of Princeton or Harvard, but I can't remember. But it's an article I read a long time ago, and they were saying um, anyone that has an IQ over two twenty or two ten or two twenty, they're they're borderline insane. Borderline insane. Yeah, they're borderline. Yeah. yeah. They can go either way, right? Right. Either way, yeah. Because that the ingenious of them, they can go either way with with a drop of a hat. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, the wow. mind is always moving and working. It's like yeah, so many yeah. things. They use the part of their yes. one else, no one else right. uses and stuff like that. Yeah, so it, it can drive them in because it's always like you said, it's always moving, always working. Sometimes with, with my brain, I don't rest my brain, so I have to. Do exercise the rest of my brain now and the funny thing is that you know like they dad was such a i used to call a worry worm because he was always filled with anxiety which because you know anxiety comes from worrying about the future and and i used to tell like just calm down with things like just that some things just have to be if it's not in your control it's just not in your control right and she's always said, yeah i know you worry too you just you just do it you just worry differently or something like this she used to say and i would go yeah because i tr- i control it better i don't you know what i'm saying i, I let other things you know take over for a bit you know what i'm saying i don't just you know beat myself up that i didn't do this or i didn't do that it's just like okay i didn't do it all right <laughs> you know what i'm saying so yeah, I, I i get to it you know what i'm saying she worried about the bills constantly and i was like yo babe they come on it's like don't worry about it we if, if we can't pay this bill right now we just won't pay this bill right now <laughs> we'll pay it right <laughs> say we both work it we'll pay it it's like yo calm down it's not what don't worry about it it's not even due yet <laughs> and she used to worry about things so much and, and and she used to be like i know i know babe i know i know and she used to know that she was that i think you got to stop though like you got to put your mind at rest stop second guessing because again to me true faith is a vision so if you have faith and again faith and fear cannot be in a room at the same time they don't coexist so if you just roll on faith and faith alone all right you have a vision that everything's all right right and that's why i handle things differently and i should tell her that because my vision is that everything's going to be all right that's all i just vision i vision that's going to be no matter what our problem is i vision that's going to work out 
So you just made I me been, think of Naughty by Nature song. Everything's gonna be alright. I love that song. Everything's I love that song. Right. I just my that just motto, came in my mind. It was when they made that song. I do, took it as my motto. I was do, like, yo, that's my thing. Do, do, that's do, how do. I live my life. Yeah, that song. That song just 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 spoke to me just now. That, wow, that. Jazzy, that just came in my mind. <laughs> Everything's and I I, I pictured. I pictured, like you said, the video, the music. I, I love melodies. I love melodies. Yeah. And all I thought about was doom, 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 doom. And yeah. I could see <laughs> that song just came to me just like that. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And, but yeah, yeah, I get you. And, and again, what, what became my theme after that was, uh, you know, we going to be all right. All right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. We going to be all right. Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick yeah. Lamar. That's what I'm yeah. saying. So, and I love you know they played Lamar. that when we went to the uh, Black Lives Matter. That 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 was, you know how y'all went to the Million Man March and that was right. like an mm-hmm. experience for y'all. You know because you know we didn't go um, just as the girls in the house. But when I went to that Black Lives Matter development, and it, and it, it was more than just workshops and testimonies and planning. You know, with you, you go into different workshops every 30 minutes. You go in and mass incarceration to hear what are some right. of the remedies to, you know, uh, help when people come out of prison. Or you go into the remedies of, you know, how do you promote black people on the job? You know, like why do all it have to be all the white people getting ahead? You know, right, right. And and then when you talk about the country, the politics and stuff. But when we went into the rhythm room. That song was playing. That yeah, song, yeah. and and you should have. I mean, it. You had to be in the room because it was nothing but black faces from all over, from a bunch of different states, cities. Right. Yeah. Nobody knew each other, but it was a family-oriented meeting like no other, and right. everybody jumped up and down. Like I thought that's out of it because that's that's the first time, matter of fact, that I heard that song because that song had been out, and yeah. I, I, you know, I was I followed Kendrick Lamar. On another song that he had did with Erica Badu, right. that you know, please don't kill my vibe. You know what I mean? But when they played that week, gonna be you should have seen. I I lost my mind and <laughs> I lost my mind and I was like, wow! It was just, uh, it was, it was so liberating. Yeah, it that, was, you know, it was became, amazing. That you know? became my theme, and 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, we gonna be all right. Nice to say that to Deb. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Is that's just how I did things in life? That's how I looked at things. I like because it was like, okay, this is happening here. This is happening here, and I do go into a, a bit of like, okay, but then I'm like, okay, it's, it's work out. And that's, what, that's what you gotta so do. Why, yeah. why did I not think it's not gonna work out now? Exactly. And I've been that way since I was young, and I guess. Yes. You know, when I went through the whole meningitis thing and, and, and getting through that, I think that gave me the notion that I can make it through anything. Yes. Because that, that was such a, you know, uh, here I was eight years old on, on the verge of dying. Right. And, and I made it through at eight years old of a disease that wasn't too familiar in America at the time. It was only special doctors and stuff like that. So, you know, this, it was a godsend that I was in Mount Sinai Hospital and because I was, I was at another hospital that misdiagnosed me and everything like that. And, and then my mother took me to Mount Sinai and here they, they special, you know, they, 
they knew different things and they just worked on me you know what i'm saying and like i said you know i, I know they experimented on me and everything like that you know what i'm saying i which i don't care really you know you know what i mean and only reason why I, I don't mean to say it like that i mean to say in the in the sense that i survived Right. So if they experimented on me and I died is one thing, but they experimented on me and I survived. So that means whatever they took from me, whatever DNA, whatever studies that they did on me, they, it helped save other lives. Give it what I'm saying? Right. Because he was an eight-year-old boy that was on the verge of death that survived. So whatever happened, so other meningitis, you know, saying victims, they they probably survived too because they used that as 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 a president saying hey man this is what we did you know what i mean so 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 for me even though i i got a lot of <laughs> like because deb i said you know you do well with vaccines and stuff like that i do only because you know they did a lot with me when I was eight years old and I got a little bit of this and that this would happen that I remember and it comes back to me clearly now get what I'm saying like it comes yeah. back to me like oh yeah that was right. that was an experiment on me oh that but as a kid you don't know eight years old you don't absolutely get better right so you don't know what's going on with your life you just know you 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 know saying you may not be here tomorrow but every every little second counts you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. As a kid, every little second count, your mother can't even be in the room with you. And you know, as a child, you know, mothers are always in the room with with the child when they're in the hospital. They have it set up that way. But my mother couldn't even stay in the room with me. That's mm -hmm. how isolated I had to be. And I'm right. in the bubble. And only people that came inside the bubble was the doctors and the nurses and specialists. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of crazy. And I was crippled. Right. And so it was, it was kind of crazy. But here, I survived it all. So I, it gave me a notion that I can survive it all. You know right. what I'm saying? In the back yeah. of my mind, when things happen in my life, I, I my tell mind, you right, it goes into that mode of when I was eight. You know what I'm saying? And, and it goes into that kind of survival mode that, hey, man, it, it's going to happen for me. It's going to happen for me. It, it happened for me before. It, it can happen again. And it becomes subconscious. Right. And that's how you achieve. You, you achieve from your subconscious. Like I told you that we learned how to drive through our subconscious. We drive. We, well, we learn how to drive with our conscious, but we hold on to driving through our subconscious. You know what I'm saying? Because that's how we drive each time we get in the car. We drive from our subconscious. Right. We had to hold on it from our conscious. We'll lose it. Because anything that comes in your conscious, you'll lose after a while. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I used to remember how to bake this and this and that because your subconscious didn't hold on to it because you didn't feel it was important enough. Because you know how sometimes you know something and then, okay, years go by, then you don't act, they, the terminology, if you don't use it, you'll lose it. Oh, yeah. I told my date that the other day. I've been celibate for two years, so I don't remember how to be intimate. So I told, yeah, yeah. I told him I have to learn that again. So you got to yeah. bear with me. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, come on, star. <laughs> come on. I'm like, seriously, I forgot. I don't even know how to kiss. <laughs> wow. Look, look, I 
ain't hear from him since. <laughs> That's a date that won't be coming back. <laughs> I'm sitting there waiting. Should I scratch him off? Should I just say, all right, uh, he's not going to call anymore. <laughs> Uh, I went out, you know, because a lot of guys with my wife, I get told them she was celebrate. A lot of them kind of like, you know, moved on a little bit. You know what I'm moving so, on up. Then they got to move on. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, celebrate. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, you some of them, some of them even, some of them even go on 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 my page and say, "How you doing to my sister?" <laughs> They're like, wait a minute, both of them been celebrate. Let's see who break first. <laughs> One well, lost I, a husband and one got rid of husband. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, those both of those are virgins. <laughs> I'm like, hey, you know, they, they see me out. Look, Jazzy G, they see me out it's at the parties all the time and think I'm the first one knocking on my door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that ain't it. <laughs> I met my wife at a party. It didn't matter. No. They're like, okay. Oh yeah later. It was like, yeah. <laughs> So it was like, and we went on, we went on dates, like a whole lot of dates. Right. Know, we, and we talked on the phone a lot. We went on a lot of dates and you know what I'm saying? I don't like, even want to talk no more. You know what I'm saying? I know. I love that. I love talking on the phone. I oh my God. We used to talk on the phone for hours. We have to get up and go to work the next day. And it came to the point where you hang up. No, you hang up. Yeah. You, I used you to know do what I'm saying? It, it came to that point almost. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, me and my husband used to do that all the time. But I tell you one thing, I, I learned, I'm learning these hard lessons, you know, and that's why I love God, you know, but yeah. showing you because. You know, all the things that I was taking for granted, you know, I can't get on a date. I cannot get on a date like they now some of them. I'm not going to say all of them, but some of them, they don't have no conversation. Even when you talk about sports, I'm like, who can't talk about basketball or football? You know, <laughs> like you saw the game. Nah. <laughs> what do you yeah, think I about Damon? Look, what do you think about Damon? Look, I don't. <laughs> I'm like, okay, two out of three. I'm about to, I'm about to crash and burn with my next one. Uh, do you watch it? Is what it is? Nah, I can't stay in Harlem. <laughs> oh my god! I'm like, oh my. <laughs> Go, can't go out go. with you no more. <laughs> I, I didn't even ask him do he listen to the morning coffee because if the answer wasn't yes, he was he would he would have got left. Yeah, I would have stayed and said good night. I, I won't be back. I would I'll be back. I'll be back. Let me go to the restroom. <laughs> you like since since we ain't going on another date, why why not end it early? <laughs> I don't have to oh wait. Oh man. We came in separate cars. We came in separate cars. Yeah. I I I guess I guess I I was the I was the chump that stuck around, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yes, yeah. sir. It, it is it is a new world out there yeah. but it's exciting because you know i'm a comedian so i'm i love the the new world as content but i'm like oh my god like what do, is it, what have you been talking about for the last like i think covid hurt a lot of people too because yeah, some, some yeah. people just lost yeah. their mind yeah. during that yeah. solace that solitude but I'm, yeah. i love that peaceful you know, time like I said, I called my friends. They was going crazy, but me, I was like, well, you know, I'm in here working on my books. I'm in here studying for my insurance license. Like I make use of the time because I love alone time. Sometimes, you know right. what I mean. Even right. when I was married, like sometimes I'll be upstairs 
you know, either listen to music or writing. My husband could be downstairs doing whatever. Like it was just as long as we right. were in the same house, exactly. we didn't always and, have to be up under. You know, we were safe. You know, as long as he knew. Men, men love that. So uh, let me tell you something, men. And I think again, <laughs> Patrice O'Neill had a joke like that. He said, "Men don't. They <laughs> want you. They want you around." But they don't need you near them or something like that. Not all the time. He had a joke the way he said, but as long as you're in the vicinity, it's fine. But the way he tells the joke is great, (laughs) it's it's brilliant, but it's just the truth about us men, and that's how we are. Because, you know, we talk y'all to death sometimes. Y'all don't want to hear all that. Sometimes Deb and I I will watch the same exact show on two different TVs. Because, (laughs) one, she likes the camera surf. Oh, okay. On commercials, and I oh, okay. channel surf. Right, so oh, okay. I don't channel surf on commercial. When I'm watching something, I'm watching something. Right, so, right. I channel surf until I get to what I want to watch. So Got she you. channel surf. Like she'll watch something, it goes to commercials because he hate commercials. So she'll 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 go to something else. She get interested in that, and then blow <laughs> the other part that she was watching. I'm I'm sitting there watching what I'm going. And then they go back. Be like you missing it, babe. Going, oh, you gotta be kidding me! She goes, oh, "Sorry, babe. Sorry, sorry, babe. Sorry." And I go, "Okay." And then I like, "Okay." I can't sit in the room with her and watch TV. What I do is we watch the same program, and then we either text each other back and forth. And you know what I'm saying? I'm in the living room. She's in the bedroom, or she call. She call. Yes, yes. Such and such is on. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I turn to something like that. But hey, I cannot. Sometimes I could not say unless we watching the. A particular movie right that movie didn't have any commercials and that, that that was fine but with her she because she loved the channel because she hated commercials you know what i'm saying so half the time when there was something that was that i knew she would like i would take it because i knew you could, you know you could fast forward through the commercial right you could fast forward yeah, yeah. so i would take it for her and i said yeah she'll dig this because that way she, we could watch it together and she just fast forward through the commercial so i used to do it that way that was my way of us watching something right that we can watch together let me tape it for her and then tell her about it then we watch it together then she can fast forward through the commercials and everything so she won't channel surf for me you know what I'm saying? it used to drive me crazy but i just, I just sit there you know what i used to drive my ex-husband crazy on i when we watched the suspense movie i guess who the killer was <laughs> it was only one movie uh denzel movie with um jody watley i mean uh jody forster i didn't guess right. who was the killer in that but we was watching remember the movie seven with brad yeah. pitt and morgan freeman yeah and we watching the movie and he he started hating watching suspense or killer movies because i'll be in there saying oh god he did it because it was a scene in the movie how this reporter guy who played who was kevin spacey remember his character yeah. he came in the, the abandoned building where the murder happened and acted like he's lost so right. i said that don't make no sense because you know i think in a right of mine so i said he's the killer babe and my husband goes <laughs> what are you how do you know the movie just started i said I bet you he's the killer. I said, look at the scene. There, Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman was in this in this area where the where they had the police. You know, when they put the the yellow tape like emergency. Yeah. How is this damn reporter in daggone reporter in here? I said he's the killer. He turned out to be the killer. <laughs> and the scene in the bodyguard with Whitney Houston when Kevin Costner came to the house and he walking around and he met her sister. And it was a picture of Whitney and her sister in a band on the wall. And the sister said, 
Well, guess who? Guess who? Uh, the, the the family single wound up being. I said, sister got something to do with it because that was a <laughs> jealous comment. Yeah. When she said, because she talked about her dreams of being a singer, and in the character that Rich uh, Whitney played, she was the one who became the singer. So I never go in the movies with you. Do I? <laughs> no, people just, people don't like to go to those right. type of movies. They're like, oh I God, because you sitting there analyzing yeah, who the killer. We only gonna go see comedies. That's it. <laughs> uh, so, so just let me know. But yo, Nelson is over there itching for a scratch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's about that time. Yo, everything's gonna be party. all right, Nelson. Let's get that. <laughs> Can we get a naughty by nature? Everything's gonna be. Yo, Judge, you got me. I'm gonna play that song if Nelson don't play it. <laughs> Yo, Lil, yeah, hit us up with, with some naughty by nature. Everything gonna be all right. Yo, so motivated, turn up your boom boxes, all right? Cause DJ Nelson the Maestro is about to go in, all right? Hey, Nelson, what up, Jazzy? Are you ready? Oh yeah, let's go. The morning coffee crew is in the building. Is in the building. Is in the building. Uh-huh. You're jamming with the mashup king, DJ Nelson, the Maestro Block Party Mix. DJ Nelson the Maestro Block Party Mashup. That's all I In my feet, repping the wrong color on the wrong street, but no heat. Rocking biggies, chuckers, bandanas, my brothers, haters, lovers, we still got each other. We twist our hands up and pull our pants up. Walk this way, throw your flag in your setup. Mama, don't cry for me, no. Papa, don't feel bad. Go on the streets that we gotta keep. They hang so we hang back. Our food, our city, our boroughs, all the money That's all we have You gotta cook beef or you don't eat And that's why we fly off you mobbing, you moody, you jacking for jewelry, you banging and beasting with your tats and your toolies, banging for bounty, you too young for the 90s, were you thumping with the G-Rats or jumping in the county, shooting by the roofing, scrapping is what's happening, grilling about it, super and blatting and cracking, if you going out tonight, your pistol and your rifle, pray to the father and sell your soul to the cycle, you coming, listen, no bouncing ain't no... Cook them by the kitchen, flags and finger flipping, living without growing, killing without glowing. This gang is a gun, it's either given or chosen. Trying to get the trigger strap, trying to get these black. Worst part of the deal, it won't help bring our back. Tell your babies that you love her, kiss your mama for you leave her. Hug her like you need her, cases the last time you see her. Off a message to pop. I was sitting here looking at your picture. I miss you. Putting with the with a mixture of liquor. We can't kick it, you ain't with us. Is the thing I can't figure. Homie, I miss you. There's no more, you tell I'm with you. It was 90 on the PE tour when we mashed. Damn, 
Don't even seem like seven years past. Both roadies now homies out the hood on the scene. You did the Humpty with the you, I did the one with the queen. Was a dream. Smoking and drinking throughout the DM. Filling backstage passes to hit chicks in Coliseums. Bonos a flip up, make them lift their hips up. Get it, then get up. Flip the chicks up and switch up. Pick up all the dimes till our room was mom. Mel groupies got this and got the hell out of time. They were blinded when the good shot through. They were on you. Just know I'm growing more you till I join you. Make them learn, no You poppin', plotting, planning, Have stepping, threatening The streets clap loud like them clouds Want the weapon, I'm stepping The bad fire Looking with the hawk and the arrow eye Turn the biggest part of your head To the narrow side I'm that case your place Nuggets, how your kick into this shit Throw your stinking ass by the liver Nugget, need beef, I rag fast Street beats get dragged, gag Getting busy like Rashid Street in Baghdad Have your kids asking why did they have to drag that Pass, cause you'll be the last ass to blast that Above the rim, worth the birdie. I'm from Jersey, leaving Ziggins acting dirty, backs dirty. My dirt by my lonely, no puff this. Doing hits, I'm more crust than the stick. So come on, I do my dirt all by my lonely. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Stevie D of the legendary Force and D's, and you're listening to the mashup king, DJ Nelson, the maestro. Oh, Lord, have mercy, come again, come again. I'm making other people's pussy cats maxi can movie that's good for your voice. Plump, trump, and moist. Rub me where you love me, face to waste, I'm taste of choice. And if you put court on that half or eight 
looking for a bigger knot But a knot just make sure the satin sheets And it's made of fire It is with a box Make sure the room is hot and locked With gangsta gangsta in the boom box I hit it chill and leave happily And if somebody knocks it after me There'll be a catastrophe You don't ever let me get a little bit But I'm kibbles and bit I hit for nibbles and nibbles Always through the hitting with a lubricated mitten Some do lickin' stickin' just to get it written Where's my kitty cat at? Welcome to our party, sexy look of shawty's Written on your kitten, licking line from my Bacardi Rubbing on my baldy, kissing, twisting, Molly. That's the dad that did do that song While I ooh ah ooh ah, how I do that so long? On the DL rub, baby, swallow dub crazy DJ rewind that naughty with the 3 of love, baby I move simple just to soothe me to ooh gentle I give your mother mm-mm goose pimples, goose pimples Ain't the last brother, past lover I be the bastard of the year, you know that cat Watch your back, brother, N-A-U-G I got a girl. 
name and number, then left Bell and Realm Hello. You get home way today, she's what you wanna know about. Then you call up and it's a grumpus or a cousin's house. It's not a fun to F the R to the O to the end of T. It's just a woman's at a house, so that's why she's scary. It's OP, it's not mother people's, but you get it. There's no room for relationships, it's just room to hit it. How many brothers out there know this what I'm getting at? Who think it's wrong cause I was splitting that cold hitting at? Well, if you do that, so we be and you're not down with it. Well, if you don't, here's your membership. You down with OPP? Yeah, you know me. Get out with OPP. Someone, but he was gonna be yours anyway You wouldn't be seen with him at all And see you didn't care Cause in a room behind the door No one but y'all are there When y'all are finished Y'all believe and only y'all will know And y'all can throw that skeleton on Right in the closet door Now don't be shocked Cause if you're down I want your hands up high Say OPP OPP I like it, say with pride Now when you do it Do it well and make sure that it counts You're now down with a discount You're down with OPP Yeah, you know me You're down with OPP Yeah, you know me You're down with OPP Yeah, you know me Who's down with OPP She tried to do me, so we did it in my apartment buses. That wasn't a thing, it must have been the way she hit the ceiling. Cause after that, she kept on coming back and got your feelings. I said, let's go, my girl is coming, so you gotta leave. She said, oh no, I love you, trust I said, I can't please. You got to leave, don't grab it, but right now you gotta go. I said, now look, you choose the stairs, or choose the stand window. This was a thing, a little thing, you shouldn't have brought your heart. Cause you knew I was OPP help from the very start. Come on, come on, now let me tell you what it's all about. When you get down, you can't go around running off at the mouth. That's rule number one in this OPP establishment. You keep your mouth shut and it won't get back to her ahead. Exciting, isn't it? A special kind of business. Many of you will catch the same sort of OPP visit with. Him a hop for sure, I'm going to admit it. When OPP comes, damn, skippy, I'm with it. Get out with OPP. Yeah, you know me. Get out with OPP.
But girl, they want to kiss my problems with chrome Something like, if you ain't wear gold, your style was old And you got more juice and dough for every bottle sold Hell no, I say there's gotta be a better way But hey, never gamble in a game that you can play I'm phone and phone and going and no one, no one and not now How will I do it? How will I make it? I won't, that's how Jazzy, Cheryl and Nelson wants to know How do you like your coffee? Let me tell you, let 
Mashup King, DJ Nelson, the Maestro Block Party Mix. To be answered, drinking what you thinking, cause I'm vamping. I live in top of hip hop, this is hip hop of the day. I get props to hip hop, so hip hop parade. my man right in the pocket my brother right in the pocket right on but everything gonna be all right for sure yeah <laughs> we gonna be all right yo you the man now you the man you're doing this thing you know what i'm saying hey so motivated if you have any requests and you or you just want to big nelson up 
Hit us up, right? Info at morningcoffee.chat. Info at morningcoffee.chat. That's info at morningcoffee.chat. All right, just hit us up. You know what I'm saying? If you got requests for Nelson, if you got some words of wisdom, if you, whatever you have for us, talk to us. We want you to talk to us. Soul motivators, hit us up. Info at morningcoffee.chat. Info at morningcoffee.chat. And speaking of words of wisdom, Star. Yes. Let's get into your words of wisdom today on this motivational Monday. All right? Because I know they're waiting. So, wait, so. Right. So. Without further ado, get your paper and your pen, because you're about to go in. It shows off with today's thoughts. Always. It's time for your thoughts of wisdom with Cheryl Stark. Thank you, Jazzy G. So motivators, today's thoughts of wisdom. Don't worry if things seem to go off course at times, because your journey is the blessing. Mm. So I know sometimes we plan things and sometimes we get a little anxiety when things don't go as we want it to go. Don't worry about that. Take a breath, exhale, get back on course because your journey is a blessing in itself. So I'll say it one more time. So motivators, don't worry if things seem to go off course at times because your journey is the blessing. Back to you, Jazzy. Thank you, Cheryl Stark, with today's thoughts of wisdom. Yes. And, and that's so true, Star. That is so true. You know what I'm saying? Because, yes. again, our journey is what makes us. Right. You know what I'm saying? Our journey is, is exactly what makes us. Exactly. You know, sometimes we try to... Sometimes we try to avoid certain things and we try to avoid, the, you know, saying that the havoc and the pain sometimes. And that, that really comes from our parents also because they want us to not go through the pain that they went through. And I, right. that's understandable. But at the same time, just like I heard a comedian say that, you know, our parents allow us to be <laughs> safely dangerous. You know, <laughs> let us do safely dangerous things. Like, that's how right. crazy. Right. It's just safely dangerous stuff. But... <laughs> But that's what you have to, because they got to learn lessons, you know what I mean? So sometimes you got to learn lessons where, okay, because some people are not going to get it. They're not going to watch someone else do something and say, nah, I'm not going to do that because that didn't work out for them. They go, oh, let me see if I can do it. <laughs> and you have people that's like that. Yeah, my yeah. Say, my mother had a saying, a hard head makes a soft behind. Right. So, right, some people have to learn that way, you know what I'm saying? And, and that, it's not the best way to learn, actually. Right. It's really, it's truly not. You know what I'm saying? Experience the best, experience the best teacher of someone else's experience. But it's not the best way to learn when it's your own experience. But some people have to learn that way. Right. They have to go through something in order to get to something. You know what I'm saying? Because right. we all, we all have to go through something to get to something. But I'm just saying, some people have to go to. You know what I'm saying? They gotta, they gotta get this, as they, as they say, the swift kick in the butt. We gotta Chris the Frog to get to the Prince. Yeah, so we got frogs just to kiss frogs. <laughs> I don't get that. I don't get that. But yeah. some of y'all, some of you sisters, do it. Y'all kiss frogs just to kiss frogs. Do you know in my school play, I had a guy Eddie Larkin. I didn't, you know, back then, big lips. 
were kind of like frowned upon, you know. But now yeah, all yeah. the women love the big lip yeah, guys. Yes, I know. Oh I my know. god, he got some big dude. You know, now lips are big, or uh, yeah. sexy and juicy. What they call so, it coolers or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> we used to do. Remember this commercial? Nibble, nibble, nibble. We used to call them nibble, nibble, nibble. Nibble lips. Yeah, nibble lips. Yeah. You could put your lips on the table, <laughs> but I had to kiss Eddie Larkin, and I would not do it <laughs> because because he had those lips that will swallow your face up <laughs> and i didn't like the way he eat you know yeah. <laughs> you know you know when you start fathoming things in your mind like i i was studying for the play and then i kept telling my teacher i was like do we have to kiss when we practice he's like sure you have to you know do a little bit we i mean it wasn't no tongue kiss uh so right. Much right. It, we was That's we was in school kid, yeah right? it was like yeah. a, it was like a lip or a cheek but I used to hate the way he eat because he used to eat and his lips be going open. I, I used to just imagine like, Ugh! so I already had scorned yeah, it. The Phoebe Seymour so, look. So look, so look, I was trying to get him kicked out. I was trying to get him kicked out the play <laughs> because I wanted Nathaniel and Nathaniel liked the light skinned girls. But you know how that was back in the school days when the light skinned girls got got all the guys, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, Nathaniel wanted to talk with this nice looking light skinned girl. But he was he, you know, he liked me as a friend. But I wanted to kiss him, boy. <laughs> I was telling Mr. Carr, I was like, Nathaniel is my height. You know, it a bit because I, I was I was really close with my teacher because he, he was our piano teacher and I used to sit at the piano and talk with him with everybody playing around. So he yeah. always thought I was looking for wisdom, you know? So, yeah. so I used to be in there just just picking his brain, took him out. You think I don't want Eddie because he's really short. Then I he was like, Well, y'all could be like Sonny and Shea. He would not get rid of Eddie. He was he was looking at me like, stop trying to replay. He said, Nathaniel is with Monique. I was trying to steal people man back then. <laughs> Monique was my friend and everything, but she had Nathaniel and I was scheming to get him. <laughs> oh man. Oh, you trying to break a happy home like, back in the like, Why do I gotta get Eddie Lock? He's <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, a wrecker at 10. <laughs> oh, Yo, that's crazy. Yo, yes, yes, wild. man. We did some crazy stuff back in the days. Back in the that's day. crazy. That's crazy, man. That, that's how it is in school, though, man. I, I, it's I, a crew. You know, I remember my first crush in school. I remember first crush I had in school. And I don't even think she knows to this day that I had a crush on her. Her name is Keisha. And uh, I was in the modern school prep. And I went to modern school prep only for one year. And because I was in St. Thomas. And mm -hmm. I was in St. Thomas um, for like, since I was like in the third grade or something like that. But I, and um, so I left in the like fifth grade fourth grade fifth grade fourth grade and because i had to repeat the fifth grade and i came back to st thomas for the fifth grade when i repeated you know what i'm saying it's like i did okay. a fifth grade in one school in the fifth right. grade in the other school right because that's after men meningitis and everything like that so right I, that's when i start having the because the, i had a learning disorder from meningitis and everything like that so i had to repeat the fifth grade so but i had, was taken out because my mother uh my mother put me in another you know since she put me in a, um right. school prep because her best friend told her about oh you know because her, her 
my mother's best friend's son was going there, Lenny. Oh, Lenny's there in this school, and they, blah, 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 you know, they talk all that talk. And yes. you know, I'm in the, I'm in the modern school. I'm no longer in St. Thomas. And you know what I'm saying? Now I'm in another school. And I'm like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But for me, at first, it was cool because, you know, the nuns in St. Thomas was, was, was crazy. So, you know, I wanted to get away from the nuns. You know what I'm saying? So, but then the modern school also had corporal punishment. So you got beat also for not doing your homework there, too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I know. Oh. I feel like because all I knew they didn't have nuns, and that was like fine with me. You know what I'm saying? Right. And yeah, but then, but the modern school was more money than St. Thomas. You know what I'm saying? So my mother thought she could handle it, <laughs> and yeah, I don't think she could handle it financially. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you know, my ass was back at St. Thomas. So. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And the funny thing, my boy Mike, because me and Mike was in the same class like forever. <laughs> and and I think it was like fourth grade pictures or fifth, one of the, yeah, I think fourth grade, he, he had the, the fourth grade picture, class picture. So he sent it to me. He said, where were you? Like he, like, he was like, yo, this is, like, where were you? And I had to remind him. I said, yo, do you remember I left the school for a year? And I went to modern school prep for a year. Like, oh, that's right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. But we were like in the CA. We were, because forever, we known each other since we were like third graders or something like that. But it was, it was crazy though. But that was, that was, you know, the thing. And I had a, in modern school, I had a crush on a girl named Keisha. And she had came from public school. So, her, so things were a little different with her, you know what I'm saying? So it was, you know, say so when you in the private school, private school is different from public school. So the rules are different, you know what I'm saying? So she had her adjustment to everything took her a longer time. But the girls were all because you know how you girls are. Y'all know how to have the sisterhood thing. Uh-huh, right. So, right. So y'all helped her they to adjust. You know what I mean? Where right. you know what I'm saying, a kid that came from public school, the boys didn't really help him adjust. They didn't <laughs> we didn't do that too much. Like, yeah, you're on your own, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yo, you, you gotta keep up. That's just how it is here, man. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. <laughs> they different. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But the girls were always, you know what I'm saying, because her yeah. and I always had like issues, like with, with expelling and stuff like that, because I had a learning disorder. So I so for me, I mean one time if 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 the whole class got a hundred on that spelling, you get a pizza party. And I remember that was the one time all the boys was really, really helping me. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I, wasn't a good, I wasn't a good speller and they knew it. So it's like, oh, we want to get this pizza. We're going to get this pizza. Right, right. And I remember I was the one person, I got one word wrong. And it's one of the words like receive, you know, I before, I before e, e. Yes. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. And the rule, right. And I, I, I forgot the rule, you know what I'm saying? And, right. and, I, and I spelt it wrong. I had the, the, you know what I'm saying? And I and like the E before the I, I did like the right. E before the I, something like that. I, you know what I'm saying? It was one of them simple things, one of those simple mistakes. You know what I'm saying? And I was the one person that got it wrong and stuff like that. So then, but this is what the teacher did. She allowed me to take the test again. And I okay. took the test again and I got it right. Right. And yeah, and I got it, I spelled it right. And then we had the pizza party. Yeah, but she was, right. she was lenient that day because it was one word, just one right, word. Right. 
Yeah, just that one word and it caught me. It was like receive or something like that. It was something simple like that. It was it was a word like that, like receive or something like that with the with the I before E type of rule. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, it was crazy though. But yeah, I had this crazy crush on Keisha back then. And I remember we were in like assembly or something like that. So we didn't in our school we didn't have like assembly we didn't have like a, a auditorium of tears. The kids oh. sat on the floors. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. thought, yeah, that type of thing. So I remember I was sitting behind her <laughs> and I was like real close to her. <laughs> and I remember the teacher came and said, Move back. <laughs> Move back. <laughs> Give us some breathing space. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, but I think it was some subconscious because I liked her. But I never let that girl know I liked her ever. Right. Ever. Right. And I left the school. And when I left the school, I didn't, you know what I'm saying? That's. I didn't see her after that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Only, yeah, because, you know, if both schools are in Harlem, so you see people all the time. Right, right, right. Right, so, so, but I didn't, I never saw her again. She was the one person I never saw again. Other people I saw all the time. Matter of fact, it was a couple of people that we went to the same school, that like we was in the modern school together and in St. Thomas together. You know what I'm saying? I have friends that's like that. We both went to right. both, both schools. And the funny thing is, the modern school kids don't keep in touch with each other, but the St. Thomas kids do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And she had asked me about one time. I said, hey, do you ever hear from the Tars and those guys from the modern school and all that stuff? I said, nah, man, never. But, but we stay in touch with each other with the St. Thomas school. All of us stay in touch. You know what I'm saying? And he was one of the kids that went to the modern school when I went to the modern school and then went to St. Thomas. You know what I'm saying? But it's, you know what I'm saying? But it was, it's like that. But that, those days for me, like I said, that's a that was my first crush. <laughs> and I can remember, I can remember, I can remember my first crush. You know what I'm saying? I can remember the first time a girl dissed me. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, you know what I'm saying? But the, the, I don't like you because you, you, you always got to describe why you don't like us. Right. Like, women, you always got to say why you don't like us. Like, we don't say why we don't like you. We just say <laughs> we don't like. Remember, and, and, and everybody hates Chris. And 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 and, and um, um, Chris' brother, um, he um, the girl. He he never told the girl why he didn't like her. Mm-hmm. And then he had to. She she had to make him. She confronted him. And said, why you don't? Why you don't like me? Why you don't like me? And then he stood up. And then she stood up. And she was taller than him because he's too tall. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but boys, we don't do that with right. you girls. Y'all would tell us in the heartbeat why you Yeah, that's true because I told a guy he was too short one time and I wasn't even thinking that it would hurt his feelings the way I said it because he was uh, he was in a truck and, you know, we were flirting and stuff Ooh, like that I got, I and he was like, that. pull over, we're going to pull over. I got picture that and, right and now. And when, um, when we pulled over, matter of fact, it was by the, it was by the Apollo. We wound up Pulling over on 125th Street by the Apollo. Yeah. And we were we were talking on the phone before that. We were talking on the phone because how it happened is um I met I think I think I never saw him get out his car. We met by Harlem Week, you know, back in the days when guys be in their car and right, they yeah. and they call you over to the car and you get the number, blah blah blah. So we was talking for a few days and we said we was gonna meet up. So we went by the Apollo and um he jumped down and all I could think of was a little kid. <laughs> that 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 image, like it just made me feel like he was a bitch or something like that. And he came up to my stomach. <laughs> this is not gonna work. 
And I, I, I said it, and you know, people, like you said back in the days, our we we were funny. We we were known to be like jokes, like making yeah. jokes. So even though I said stuff, sometimes people would laugh out loud, like I'm trying to be funny, but. I just was like, what the? <laughs> and I'm like, how you how you driving this big old truck? Like, he was in a souped up Denali. Like the Denali had the wheels off the ground. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. this little, and it, the, when he jumped down, Jazzy, all I saw was a little kid. Like, <laughs> I thought about that movie, Little Man. <laughs> <laughs> and he he came up to me like a gentleman. He was like, "Finally, I get to meet." I like this ain't gonna work. <laughs> I'm looking at I'm looking at the top of his head. He, he he's at he's at the top of my stomach. That's how high he was. I said, "Oh no, cannot do this." Oh man. Yeah, we oh. do we do tell you without thinking, you know. I know. That's and, what I and, say. And his, that's his voice what, was like, "Yo, she dissed you." Right. She dissed Women you. to tell you why they don't like you in a right, heartbeat. right. And we don't we don't even do that. Like you know, what I'm saying like <laughs> men don't. We don't never say why we don't like. You. Right, right. We just you know what I'm saying, but you will tell us why you don't like us. Right, that's true. Early, that's you know what I'm saying? True. And it's just, and that's, I guess that's why we have so defense. And I think that's why, and this is no excuse, but you know, men that they, they feelings get hurt. Right. And they want to do something violent to, to a woman. I think it, part of it is because they were this very early in their life and they triggered them. And or I either later on when they when they get money and stuff they they don't date you <laughs> they be like nope they they'll hold stuff against you since elementary school <laughs> like, i remember when i used to bully this guy right and i like i said i didn't even know i was being a bully by telling him what candies to bring me but because i had <laughs> this because right, it wasn't this is what i'm saying like i didn't even know it because i always thought bullying was like picking fights and beating up people because that's what right. the bullies that i knew did and when i realized i was a bully because he was like i'm tired of bringing you candy like i used to be like bring the squirrel nuts tomorrow and i used to be like bring boston <laughs> bring boston baked beans so fast forward when we were adults i seen him one day at the garden i seen him at um a dick game and um you know I, i'm an adult now i'm an adult and everything and he's with his boys and he was like cheryl and i was like oh his, his name was michael so i was like michael and, and you know we he was like yo this girl used to bully me and the guys that was with him was looking at like real and i and i felt so embarrassed because you know i'm ladylike now you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so one of his friends was like I can't imagine this beautiful lady trying to bully somebody and they you know he was trying to tell you he was like so, you didn't yeah. he was like in school i was scared of her he was like i was hoping my mom give me a quarter every day because she wanted now ladies she wanted boston baked beans he was like i could imagine your husband today because <laughs> he said that starts early <laughs> when they start Word. asking for too much <laughs> it does oh, man. he was like you married i said yeah man he was like i feel sorry for your husband <laughs> he said do you realize i used to get a quarter for my for my lunch you know because that was a little bit of money back then or yeah, 50 yeah. Cent for for a jelly apple or some ice cream cone after work you buy a lot after for school. a quarter back in the day after school yeah and he was like she'll be like i want a bag of doritos i want some funyuns with it it was like she, took, she was a bully and i was like wow i really was a bully because i used to make him bring me stuff 
Yeah. Wow, you bullying folks. Then you, then when I told you I, I was, I was a bully. You looked at me all crazy. You no, you know like, that's why I said because I, I, I was protecting people. So in my mind, I wasn't telling myself I was a bully. I, but I really was in, you was in a that stor- sense. Right, you was a right. I was just a stortin. Right, right. I was, was a baby I was a John Gotti. <laughs> <laughs> that was true because sometimes he didn't even come to school because he didn't have he didn't have what I wanted. Yeah, quarter, yeah. <laughs> it was like I got a jelly sandwich today. My parents didn't give me that. I don't want no jelly sandwich. <laughs> 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 but you better bring me a pickle. <laughs> That's a bully star. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I I knew I was a bully. Yes. <laughs> At least I knew I was a bully. Yeah, it was it was a hard reality. <laughs> when when people tell you stories of yourself when you was when you get older and they say you used to do this, you used to do that. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> like, yeah, you you knew you was bullying him to bring your stuff. Word, up. word. <laughs> hey, sometimes that don't pay off. I'm gonna tell you something, man. Now again, St. Thomas, this is a young girl, and uh another Keisha. Now this is funny. Now in St. Thomas, there was another Keisha. Different Keisha. I used to tease this Keisha all the time. Call her all, yeah, man, call her all kind of names, snap on her, everything. This is right. all, all kind of stuff, man. You know what I'm saying? And Keisha grew up to be like finer than fine. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I ran into her one day. I like Keisha. Yeah, this girl act like she ain't know me. She act like she ain't remember. <laughs> I, said, I said, yo, remember St. Thomas, right? No, said, yeah. Remember, now I'm naming people in the classroom, right? Right, right. And she remember, she can remember them. And I'm like, and I'm like, and you don't remember me? So I, I like, yo, Ernest, you know, Mike, and then, yeah, I remember them. <laughs> so my mom said, oh. He tried to diss, yeah. Blame me. There's nowhere in the world you remember them and don't remember me. Right. Come on, man. I'm like the most, I'm like, I'm not the most popular guy in the class, but I'm like, I'm like number two. Right, number right. Three the most popular guy in the class. I'm, I, I would say number two off the bat. I'm, right. you know what I'm saying I always had something to say. I always bother somebody. I always tease somebody. You know what I'm saying? It was like that was me. There's nowhere in the world you cannot remember me. Right. I tease the hell out of you. You know what I'm saying? She was like, nah. Maybe I that scarred her. She didn't want to remember. Like she man. Just and God, she was <laughs> looking good. Oh my God. I had to tell my boys. I had to say, man, yo, y'all see Keisha. Yo, my God, drop that gorgeous. They <laughs> didn't remember me, y'all. They bust out laughing because they all knew that, yo, she was playing me. Like, yo, right, right. She, got me, she got me back. She got me back. You talk about sweet revenge. Yo, Keisha got me back. Yeah, definitely. That was sweet revenge. She must have waited on that one. You know what I'm saying? You she, have a wish to crush, crush the street knowing that that was me. Like, yeah, that's good. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna walk past his ass. I know he gonna want to talk to me because right, got, right. Stop traffic. You know what I'm saying? Got That's you. How fine she was, and I'm like, yo. I'm like, Keisha. He said, yeah. I'm like, no. You still gonna say Thomas? Right? My me, God. No, no. Don't, no. Don't remember me. Oh hell, what? So I'm naming people in the class and everything like that. Yeah, I remember them. You don't remember me? No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Nah. What's your name again? I was like, oh. 
oh and my mom was like okay she, she got me you I ever wish a crush stayed a crush you ever you ever dated a crush person that you had a crush on and then like i did <laughs> i i did i did in high school i i had a crush um and she was in a, a grade above me and uh and we dated in, in school she was i think i was in 10th grade she was in 12th grade something like that and she had a kid and everything <laughs> you know what i'm saying and, and we was dating in, in high school and everything like that and i didn't even tell my mom she had a kid at the time i didn't want right. to tell anything because she was like you know saying because she had went to as a matter of fact she had went to the same school as, as, as rev she went to brandeis originally but she ended up in she ended up in benjamin franklin because she had a kid so she stayed out a year and then went back and then finished up and everything like that so she was and i met her because coach ford um a jv basketball coach he was a math teacher also so after i had him for like that third period math or something like that so she would come to his classroom and help him out you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. with, with the grading and stuff like that because he liked her mom you know what i'm saying because and her mom's real fine too though you know what i'm saying so coach ford liked her, her mom's so she used to be in his class all the time so i i had liked her so i was like woo, like you know what i'm saying and just one day i just because i knew she would come to the class after the class so i i took my time put my stuff in my backpack you know what i'm saying put my books away i knew she was gonna come in and i finally said something to her you know what i'm saying and i finally you know what i'm saying and then i was like oh you know and i asked her out you know what I'm saying? That type of thing. And right. we went to the movies and stuff like that. Then she used to come over to my house. I would go to her house and we hang out and stuff like that. But it was it was kind of cool. But she was a she was a crush. And and what happened okay. And what happened is, you know, nothing happened between us intimately, mm -hmm. like sexually, then but ten years later we ran into each other in front of the Apollo. And then sparks flew again and then stuff happened intimately 10 years later mm -hmm. you know, word up but that that's a that's a crush that i had that i actually approached that crush you know what i'm saying i so. had this long-term crush on this guy named jeremiah he was my brother age i was 15 and he was 17 and i i like i liked him because he could play basketball i used to you know watch the games in the window because um, my window is right above the basketball court. So I used to watch, you know, I knew all the guys who could play. And even when there were fouls or they'll, they'll look up in the window because they know, they'll know I was there. They'll be like, Cheryl, who hit that ball out? Who would it went out? It went out on you. It went out on him. I used to be yeah, able to help yeah. them with the games because I'm on the sixth floor looking down watching it. So this guy, Jeremiah, was playing basketball. He was really good, but he didn't live here. He used to come every summer. And he was going with this girl in my building named Carol. And I didn't know he was going with Carol and Carol was his age. So I was, you know, you, you know, you ever wrote those letters, which you, which you, which you go out with me, box yep. check, yes or yep. no. Check, check, so yes, what check, I didn't no. know oh, yeah. back then, oh, yeah. because, you know, of course my dad wasn't into, you know, us dating. We couldn't have boyfriends and my brothers didn't educate us on charming guys. Cause he, I thought he liked me because he would always be so uh, polite like right. you know he would hold the door like if he see me so so I thought he liked me but he was just being charming 
Right. You know, and also because I was always in the window watching them play. So he would he would ask me questions from the window. You know, like I said, Cheryl, who hit that ball outside? I thought, okay, now I could be since he's talking to me on a regular and when he see me outside, he always be hello, you know, what's what's up, where you going? So I wrote him a letter and then I threw it out the window for him. Do you know he gave the letter to his girlfriend? And she met me in a hallway <laughs> And she had the letter Opened the letter up And she was like You wrote you wrote Jeremiah this letter And I was like no She go yes you did He told me you threw it out the window to him She was like he's my boyfriend So fast forward Now I'm 19 Now I'm 19 Because you know He didn't see me since You know Because I was mad that he told her Because I said I didn't know Jeremiah went with Carol <laughs> You know, because she was she was about to try to kick my butt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so now I'm 19. Take my man. And he he came back for the summer and he saw me and he was like, Cheryl, oh, my God. You know, blah, blah. Then he started. Oh, I remember you used to have a crush on me. And I, I told him, I said, yeah, I remember you gave the letter I wrote you to your girlfriend. So fast forward, we started dating. And he was the most boring guy, like, cause he he was from the south, and you know, country guys were different than a nineteen-year-old that's used to right. dating city guys. Right. You know, they were more fast forward. You know, we were riding around in BMs and stuff like that. Like, but he also liked only thing that he liked that I liked was the westerns, cause he when I used to go go see him at his house. We used right. to watch westerns, right. and and I thought, cause you know, girls, when a guy don't try to kiss you back then, you think something wrong with him, you know. Yeah, so yeah, I'd be yeah. like, oh my god, Jeremiah wanted me to stay two hours with his house to watch the daggone westerns. I want to go out cause it's a hot summer day, and he in the house watching black and white movies. So <laughs> I was like, like he was boring to me, but he was actually a nice guy. God. you know what I mean, like. And 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 later on, when I you know, and even his name was a little off, you know, Drew, because my my uncle used to be like Jeremiah was a bullfrog, oh, yeah. you know. So I looked at it like he don't have a down name like Tony or right. you know how you had them names like, like Kevin, yeah. So when we got older, you know, uh, I seen him again. I was married. Yeah. So um, he was like, Cheryl, your brother told me you got married. He was like, I always thought you was wife's material because. You know, one thing about the guys in the projects, like, because he, he didn't live there, he had family there. They right. knew the reputations of the girls in the projects. Right. Course, you know what I mean? Course. And he knew uh, the reputation was we weren't fast girls and we weren't just sleeping with guys. Like, that wasn't the thing that we we barely could come outside. That's why I was in the window all the time. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But he said that he saw me as a wife. And he yeah. was like, you know, he was like, you and didn't. that's why he was a gentleman to you. Yes, and he 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 was he was having sex with girls at that age because he was like twenty one, you know. Right. Even when I was seventeen, he was nineteen. You right. know what I mean? So he was saying that he purposely. He said, "Oh, I know you thought I was boring." He was like, "I was just, you know, looking at you was a good girl." He said, "I knew you was a good girl," and he said, "And I I didn't I didn't want to approach you like that." He said, "But I knew the right guy." Would, would marry you You know He was like Cause you and your sister They, they used to always say He's like You and your sister Were good girls And I right. appreciated that Because he could have been A dirty dog And took advantage of the me advantage of you, right. When I come right. to his house Because you know He was the He was the fine guy And he was the guy That it, Like I was like Oh I had this bad crush on him But he never Tried anything with me And I was like Wow He was you a know? gentleman He's what He they was call He was gentleman. And, 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 and that was like something. Wow Let me tell you something Women You women 
And, and like you said, I we know, had the bad boy syndrome. I know this is right, and I know this is controversial <laughs> because y'all don't like to admit that y'all have the, the bad boy syndrome. And right, right. Women always tell me they don't have the bad boy syndrome. I don't, I don't have the bad, and and they, and they got like two, three babies from by a bad boy. Bad bad boy. You know what I'm or like, either they, or either they go chasing it? after the bad boy. Right. The bad boy. It's, it's bad. not just a happening that right. you have two, three babies for this guy that was used to be a stick up kid. No. <laughs> You have to be happy for this guy to be a pickup kid because that's what you have the syndrome. You know they be like, All they, women said, have it. they said Jonathan like, had a gun, and like, did he? No. Yeah, he had two, three guns. guns. <laughs> Word. That's what I'm saying. He but said that I, gun under his bed was his brother's. <laughs> they believe I'm everything saying. a guy tell them. Now, let me tell you something. Now, men are not. Too quick to admit that they have the 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 uh, trophy wife syndrome either. They're not too, but we understand it amongst us men. Like right. we understand that because again, like Chris Rock, he, he has said he said when a when a guy uh, has dating a new girl and his friends are all asked, "Oh, how does he look?" That's the first question we ask. Right. Now, how what does she look like? Does look? Right. What, what does she look like? Right. Now, and the woman asks. Right now, women ask everyone, do what does living? he do? Right, so what does he do? So, right, right so because what does he do? And Chris Rock, his joke is like, yeah, because yeah, women want to know how can he better your life? You know right, exactly. So, right. And he also but, said, men don't go back and in, in, uh, sexually. He said, once they get with that freaky girl, they always looking for something freaky. And women don't go back in lifestyle. And right. once she's used to steak, like Jay-Z said in his rhyme, you're not going back to Hamburger Hopper. It's them right. who That's spoils right. us. That's right. <laughs> so so he said women don't go back in lifestyle. You right. know? <laughs> he said, yeah, you, you ain't taking her back to apartment after she was in a house for 15 years. <laughs> right, exactly. And, and her right. man had a house when he was 21. <laughs> he said, when she meets you, you either better have a house or a townhouse, a townhouse. you better own something. So she gonna Word. be like, oh no. That's, that's and he true. said, he said, you can have your apartment furnished out. You can have plus seats, you know, cause you, you know how some people have their apartment looking dope. Yeah, yeah. He was like, they ain't getting you nowhere, buddy. <laughs> he said, don't spend all that furniture just for your apartment because she is not going to be impressed. <laughs> She'll be like, well, well, Tom owns his house. <laughs> like you said, we're a teller guy. <laughs> well, yeah, that's right. That's but you what know I'm what? Saying. I think I think some guys are dumb to ask those questions. Like, I didn't know how to lie, you know, because I've, I've been asked questions and that bugged me out because I was like, okay, do you really want to know? Because why are you asking? Some like you men, said, when men want to know about the past, women want right, to know where you're going. Right. Men right? worry about women's past, right. women worry about man's future. Right. That's just but I think that the to 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 really ask those questions, are you looking to be lied to? Because that's a that's a up in the up in the air question that it could go either way. Now, right. an honest woman like me, I'm gonna be honest, right? But in in the, in the last guy that I dated, I was honest with him, and and he didn't trust me after that. Right. You know what I mean? Like he created that. And I that, was I was happens. I was like, wow. That I'm thinking. It, man. Right, and I'm thinking honesty is gonna better our relationship. You know what I mean? Like when my ex husband right. had got hurt. 
I, I told him I was like I'm gonna go You know Go see him And stuff like that He created this whole scenario You want your ex back You doing this And you doing that Like oh my god Like I opened up a can of worms But thank god I did Cause that saved me Cause I couldn't be <laughs> I couldn't be going through No jealous Insecure person right, though Right Seriously Right it, It's just like when Deb Deb was dating A friend of mine and uh, cause she didn't date anybody in Roosevelt. She that was her thing. Even since she was young, she wouldn't date anybody in Roosevelt. So don't she mainly don't dated you know what where you eat? <laughs> right. So so which is which is fine for me. I look back at it now. Now that she's passed, yes. I, I'm all in Roosevelt. I've been here 32 years. This right. old man that grew up in this town could say, "Hey, I had your wife." So right. boom. exactly. So, <laughs> so that that works for me. So right. But I, I'm just saying. So when she dated someone that I knew a friend of mine she didn't know we were friends at the time right you know he's from Harlem I'm from Harlem you know what I'm saying and what what it was her cousin was dating his friend and that's how he met her so they met because of that that kind of almost like a blind date type of thing like you know mm-hmm. her cousin's dating, right. the, dating the guy and then to say hey we're going out and stuff like that hey she got a she got a cousin that looks good too you and so that's how they hooked up right you know so she didn't know me and him knew each other but what happened is we were at uh her cousin and i were both at epmd's gold party and so was my boy you know what i'm saying so we all shooting pool together you know what i'm saying so now you know my wife cousin disappeared so me and my boy we shooting pool with yo where'd she go you know what i'm saying so now she went to the phone to call deb to tell her that we both here like yo, you <laughs> here? You know what I'm saying? Like yo, she telling her that yo, they both here. Like yo, they both here. Right, they right. know each other, and they playing pool together. They, right, right. You know what I'm saying like yo, that type of thing. And what happened is the funny thing. What happened is the reason why my wife wasn't at the party is because she was babysitting her cousin's son. Oh, okay. Yep, she was babysitting, and that's why she didn't go. And that's the that's the funny because they go to everything together, you know what I'm saying? Just about. And I always teased her about it. I was saying like, like, uh, what would you have done if 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 you were at the party and we both was like, because he and I never said to each other, how'd you that know, y'all know how her? You know yeah, her? right. You know what right. We never said that to each other at the time. You know what I'm saying? We were just shooting pool with us. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, it's all right. good. That's his that's his boy girl. This is that, blah blah blah. You know what I'm saying? He goes out with her with her, with, with her cousin, that type of thing. So now I was back on the scene. Got what I'm saying? Like him and her was kind of like she was like drifting away from him because I was now I'm back on the scene. You know what I'm saying? Cause Deb and I was always we had, we had this off and on relationship type of thing. You know what I'm saying? So now this is how we find out everything is now she knows I know him So now she's She's honest with me Telling me She's dating him So when she tells me I just play it off Like okay Yeah I know him Yeah no, say, yes, yeah. So I play it cool Inside a little bit I'm like you got to be kidding me You know what I'm saying <laughs> A little bit I'm like you got to be kidding me So And, and, and we from two different crews At that You know what I'm saying you know what I'm saying? He from he from the uptown crew. I'm from the LA Troopers. You know what I'm saying? From they he from the hill. I'm from the valley. You have all of them, so you know what I'm saying. So right. we we from two different crews at that. So, but 
And if it was five years earlier, it might have been the fight. <laughs> but so we had to go pick up her cousin at, at her boyfriend's house. We had to pick her up in Harlem. So now he sees me with death. So of course the first thing he does, because he don't even speak to me now. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? That why, shows why, it. <laughs> why he don't speak to me? Cause but, now he's like, yo, she jazz with my boy's girl. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. That's why he's looking at it. So of course, once we leave, first thing he do is get on the phone, phone with him. and call him. Yeah. Yo, guess who was here? To pick up, you know what I'm saying, a cousin. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know what I'm saying? Damn. And guess who was with her? Jazzy. What? Right, right. Or international Jazzy. LA Trooper Jazzy. You know what I'm saying? So it, it was like that. You know what I'm saying? Like Zulu Nation Jazzy. And it's like, yo, so I know that was the conversation. Right. And I, how I know that was the conversation? Because when others that saw me from the Uptown crew, when they saw me, they started questioning me. So I know it's spread. They right. started me, yo, what's up? Yo, I hear I hear you going up, my boy's girl. <laughs> nah, man. And then when me and him see each other, so now we speak, he goes, yo, I hear you and dad together. This and this and that, yeah. He said, yeah, so you got my sloppy seconds. Stop, <laughs> Stop right there. <laughs> Stop right there, bro. All right, she's mine first. We just getting back together. All right, 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 right. All right. Put the brakes on because I came back and she put the brakes on you. So now I'm being that kind of dude. You know what I'm saying? Right. That kind of, so now I have to spread that around town. You know what I'm saying? Because we all in the industry too. We are Jack the Rapper. Down at Jack. So now Jack the Rapper, you know what I'm saying? Because 1990 Jack the Rapper, I took that with me to Jack the Rapper 1990. But 91, we get married. So we not at 91, Jack the Rapper. Now right. he's around He's around Jack the Rapper spreading rumors now. Wow. He didn't know y'all me. was getting married? People calling me. Yeah, because he know if he's getting married. Because because that's what he's, when we saw it, they said, yeah, I hear you engaged to death. You know, you know that was my, my you know what I'm saying? So you got my sloppy seconds. That, that's how that conversation. Then he had said to me, he was, he was going to tell me something about her. And he said, never mind. You know what I'm saying? I hate when people do that. Yes, he said, nah, I can tell you something. He said, never mind. <laughs> so, all right, the never mind to me was one of two things. The never mind was either that you had that respect for her, that you didn't want to say something that you felt because you and her were just that cool, because she was that kind of woman. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or the never mind was Jazzy kind of fuck. Jazzy kind of crazy. So let me not say something to him. And he, you know what I'm saying? Oh, he's crazy. He might, have, he might have had to pick up his yeah, jaw. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's he's kind of off. So Let like, me think about it. <laughs> right. So I don't know if it either was. I always wondered about it. You know what I'm saying? So, and, and Deb used to be kind of vague about their relationship to me. So she was never all that honest with me in the beginning. You right. Know so she wanted to know about me and an and a ex one time. And she wanted to know what you know, what I'm saying, because I, I, I had went missing. <laughs> now you don't, you don't come home when you're supposed to. Right. And I was with an ex, and that was 1990. This before we were married, and it was in 1990. You know what I'm saying? So she had wanted to know, well, where was I? You know what I'm saying? So if you tell me the truth about this, I'll tell you the truth about that. Right. That's how, and it became on that, and then she told me everything and stuff like that. But I was like, it's cool. I knew a lot of stuff already. I surmised a lot of stuff. So she, you know what I'm saying? It's right. just that, yo, you gotta, you gotta 
if you want me to be truthful with you, you gotta be truthful with me. But she was mainly honest about a lot of things. You know what I'm saying? And she would, because even we were married, and her and her cousin went out, and guys was all over them and stuff like that. And she kind of liked the guy, and she told me, and she said, "Yo, it was a guy that was all on me, and I kind of was feeling him. I don't like that. I don't want to be going out without you no more. You know what I'm saying? And then from that time on." It was like, yo, we go out, we go out together. You know what I'm saying? It was like, and I had to be, I had to be real smart about it. I couldn't be like, oh, yeah, don't be nothing bad this time. No, 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 it can't be that. Because it can't be like, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, Eddie Murphy said, you send your girl to Bahamas. Right, <laughs> right. It ain't right. Yeah, she <laughs> meet Dexter. Yeah, you De- can't. Dexter St. Jock. Yeah, you know, he come with a loaded <laughs> pistol, you know what I'm saying? No, nah, man, ready to shoot something? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Giving you that Hobby massage, putting that right. oil on you, right? that ain't gonna have here in America. Right, he's slinging, <laughs> his, he's slinging his jammy, you know what I'm saying? Ooh, no. Man. So I knew better than that. I was like, nah, man, nah, man. Okay, I got to straighten this out. So from then on, I was like, okay, we go everywhere together. Everything is, we date, 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 date. That, that's why I always tell people, Never stop dating. Never, never, ever, ever stop right. dating. In your right. marriage, never stop dating. Yeah, date night is important. Date night is important. Never stop dating. If you're going to date inside, outside, whatever, never stop dating each other. That keeps the marriage going. Keep that flyer, that fire flaming. Whatever you did in the beginning of your relationship, do at the end of your relationship so there'll never be an end of your relationship. But Nelson is doing it in the middle. But Nelson giving us the wrap up side. So you know that me and all good things come to an end here on this motivational Monday. So we gotta take our deep breaths and say our affirmation protection prayer. But this has been fun today, Star. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna have a motivational Monday. Got me thinking about Jeremiah. You when you're single, (laughs) when you're single, you start thinking about your past. You that line though, I do too. I do too. I got an excess in Texas right now. And I, I saw her being up on some of the things on my Facebook. I started thinking about her. I was like, mm, I, I wonder what she's doing. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to hit her up. She gave me her number back when I was married. You know what I'm saying? When dad was alive, I wouldn't call right. her. I ain't calling her. I don't do that. Now I think I may look for that number. <laughs> Never know. You know what I'm saying? You get the call. Hey, Roxanne, you get the call. Hey. <laughs> you know, but let's say our protection prayer and his uh, uh, affirmations uh, on this motivational Monday. All right, beloved, breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. Extend, extend, extend it. Breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. Extend, extend, extend it. One more time, beloveds. Breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. Extend it, extend it, extend it. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. No matter where we are, God is in all is well. It's Motivational Monday with the motivator, Jazzy G. That is your affirmation protection prayer for the day, beloveds. You take that no matter where you go today, man. Be work, school, or play on this Motivational Monday. Remember, I love each and every one of you. There's not a damn thing you can do about it. Star, what you got going on this Motivational Monday this morning? 
I'm gonna go look for Eddie Larkin because them big lips come in handy today. Hey man, like I said, man, I may make a call to Texas, man. Roxanne may be hearing from me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> hey, me, Star Nelson, we're gonna take two steps to the rear. Get on out of here, y'all. Y'all have a blessed, blessed motivational Monday. We love you. Hey. It's new and improved morning coffee with the motivator Jazzy G, featuring Cheryl Star. Morning coffee never tasted this good. This good. This good. Morning coffee crew is on the same bad channel, same bad station, same bad time. Soul motivators hit us up. Info at morningcoffee.chat. Info at morningcoffee.chat.